Hi guys, welcome to another episode. <laughs> I don't know why I sing. <laughs> Anywho, guys, welcome to another episode of the Brain and the Sword podcast. Can you believe it? It is another month. This is our tenth episode. Wow! Like, where did all the time go? I'm so happy that um, you guys have been here through the ten episodes. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for encouraging this baby of mine. I deeply, deeply appreciate you guys. And finally, I can really, really correctly say, <laughs> welcome to the last quarter of the mo- of the year. Right, we're in October. It's the last quarter of the year, and it is five Saturdays to my birthday. Woohoo! Anywho, back to the matter. Recently, um, or will I say recently, some time ago, I was going through um, a season where it just felt like I had more no's than yes. It felt like I was trusting God for so many things and nothing was coming. It just felt like I was in a wilderness. And, you know, the whole thing was just somehow... And in that period, it's not only did it test my faith, but, you know, just waiting on God for different things, I was able to get some things from him. And I'd just like to share some lessons I learned in that period. Because I know that when it gets to the, towards the end of the year, for most people, it's, it's a retrospective period where you start to think, Oh, I wrote this down and I thought that by now I would have cleared, I would have ticked this out of my list. I was, I've been really looking up to God for this and it just seems like it's not coming. Where is my answer? You start feeling desperate. The pressure starts setting, setting in and whatnot. So I really hope that these um, lessons I learned during my waiting period would be a blessing to you. So I have titled this episode Lessons in Waiting and let's get right in. So the first lesson I learned was vulnerability. You know, um, I don't know about you guys, but I know that there's this general thing where you just feel like you have to come to God a certain way. You have to be a hard guy for God. <laughs> and in this period, God really thought, taught me that you have to be vulnerable. You have to let him know that you, you are sad, right? And you are afraid and you feel bad. And you know, he took me through some texts, especially in Psalms. You know, this this period really made me fall in love with the book of Psalms because you see different places where David would be like, help me, God, don't let me be ashamed. Do you know what it is to tell God, don't let me be ashamed? Like, don't shame me. You know, normally we say things like, God will not shame us. <laughs> like, you're not telling God, God, don't shame me. Like, let me not be ashamed, right? You see places where you say, don't let my enemies laugh at me. Don't let, don't let my scorners mock me for they have surrounded me. Like, these are really deep vulnerable words right but we're so used to faith in it we'll say we're not faking it we're faith in it 
Yes, uh, faith it to yourself, faith it to your to your brethren. But when it comes to God, the very first lesson I learned was vulnerability. Just let him know. Let him know. Let him know that you you feel like you're in trouble. Let him know that you feel sad. He's actually a very compassionate being, right? Like, it's not just talking to your friend. You know, a lot of times we find it easy. You just tell your friend, ah, I'm not happy, blah, blah, blah. Forgetting that. There's really no friend like Jesus. Like, he, yes, he's the creator of heaven and earth. He's the almighty being. He's the supreme one. He's the king of kings. But after all of that, he's your friend. Like, he's actually your friend. So he's actually the one you run to and you're just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do again. I feel terribly sad. I feel so ashamed. I feel pressured. I feel desperate. I feel like things are not going. And honestly, watch him soothe you. Watch him make you calm. Just be vulnerable. Second lesson I learned was don't stop asking. There's something that we usually say, um, turn your worry into worship. Right. And I'm of that school of thought as well, but there's something I had to learn that turning your worry into worship is not you is not is not the same thing as that you stop asking. Don't give up. Like literally, don't give up. You know that song, don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. Don't give up. Like the Bible gave us the permission to ask till our joy is full. And I used to be that person that would be like, hmm, if I continue asking now. You know how the Bible says that when you ask, believe that you will receive, right? And I used to feel like, hey, if I ask today and I don't see it, and I ask tomorrow and I don't see it, and I continue asking, does that now mean that my faith isn't strong? But um, I, I, I now saw there was this parable of the woman and the judge that Jesus told how the woman kept going to the judge every day that the judge should plead her cause every day if Jesus himself used that parable to tell us a story then guys don't stop asking like literally continue asking every day like don't feel like oh if you if you continue asking then it means that your faith isn't strong enough or it feels like no you have the permission keep asking thirdly i learned that you cannot buy god this might sound funny but a lot of us have the um attitude that oh once you're sowing seeds once you're paying your tithe once you're paying your offering then you you are in quotes buying god and i got to see that Yes, so sow seeds, pay your tithe, do all of that. They are all acts of faith, right? They are all um, commandments. But don't ever think that or don't ever have the attitude that it is payment for God's service. It's not payment. You can't pay God. You can't, you can't buy his promises. You can't. The next thing I learned was to rest. 
So when you are going through all these things, right, it's very easy for you to just become tensed and you're panicking and you're just worried, like, what's going on? And it starts even telling on your physical states. You start having pimples, you start having indigestion. And I'm not joking, you start having sleepless nights. But if you're listening to me and it just feels like, where is your answer? You've been asking God and nothing is forthcoming. Today, I challenge you to rest. Just sleep. Sleep. Talk to God. Be vulnerable with him. Don't stop, you know, seeking his face. But sleep. Go to bed. You know, God says that you should be still and he will fight for you. So just take it verbatim. Don't even, don't even take it metaphorically. Don't bring any semantics into it. Just take it that you say I should be still, right? And you'll fight. So I'm just going to be still. I'm going to sleep. Go to bed. Go to bed. God is God. God doesn't... You're worrying. You're, I mean, he told us that which of you by worrying can add a cubit to your height. Anytime I'm tempted to just enter that place where I'm just like, God, how is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? I just remember there is all these things I'm worrying. And I mean, if you know me personally, you know that I, I, I would really like to be tall. <laughs> At least taller than I am right now. But when I remember that, I can't even solve that problem. <laughs> That's not talk of the ones that... <laughs> I don't even, I can't even think about, right? I just rest. The next lesson is trusting. And what I learned was, you may become tempted to start doubting, right? And your doubts may lead you to start looking at other sources, but then think about it. I remember I shared this with um, my siblings and my mom. I'm like, okay, you have five needs, five different needs. Let's say you want to pay your child's school fees. You have another child that um, is sick. You are looking for a job as well. Maybe your husband too is looking for a job. Something, let's just say you have five different needs. If you want to start looking for alternate sources, are you going to look for five different sources? How stressed out will you be? Like, is it the person that is going to, and I'm not even saying like, give you drugs for your child. I mean like the person that's going to cure your child that is also going to give you school fees, that is also going to give you a job for your husband, that's also going to give you a job, that's going to pay your rent, that, really. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? By the time you exhaust all the options, you do this one, you do this one, you do, can, can you find one human that would actually solve all your problems? <laughs> I strongly doubt. So it, you just have to keep trusting on the one source that can end everything, that can bring answers to all your questions. And remember, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. He's our help. Like, name of the Lord is our strong tower. He's just that one. There's no one person that you can meet that can give you 
the answers to all the questions you have, except God. Still on trusting, I learned to trust the timing of God. There's this song that I really like that says, um, I will rise. It is, is it Bethel Music? Yes. And the song just says, I will rise, I will rise. God knows the time that I will rise, right? I will trust your timing and your ways and I will rise when it's time for me to rise. We also all know the, the verse that says he makes everything beautiful in its own time. Meaning there is the time. There's the time and there is a season. We can cause the hands of God to move, right? That's I'm not I'm not I, I'm team, yes, you can you can cause the hands of God to move. But sometimes he actually just wants you to go through the process. He wants you to go through the rounds and learn. And you know, the the depending on your perspective, it might be a sad period and it might be a good period. But what is important is that there are lessons, there are always lessons in the waiting, in the trying period, in that pruning season. There are always lessons and it's like a graduated skill. If you don't pick those lessons right, nothing happens. You just go through the motions again. So keep trusting in him and trust his timing. Trust that. You know, God had to bring me to a point where he was like, Fentorium, the thoughts I have towards you are thoughts of good. They are thoughts to give you hope and to give you a future. So if you start feeling like something isn't working and that means I'm not listening, that means that you feel like I have bad thoughts towards you. And that is against my very nature. I'm not capable of having bad thoughts towards you because I told you that the thoughts I have towards you are good thoughts. So if you start doubting, if you start, you know, seeking alternates and losing faith, it means that you're starting to feel like, you know what, this God up here, yes, you're able to give me breath every morning, but maybe that's just all you can do for me. Maybe the other parts, you're not capable of doing it. And that in itself is a lie. Lastly, and maybe most importantly, I learned to count my blessings. Or should I say, I learned to fix my perspective. While you're in your waiting season, if you're going to be honest with yourself, there is always something to be thankful for. But when you stay fixated on what isn't working, right? it is easy for you to lose track. So I challenge you again that you should just change your focus. Look at the things you have. Look at the things that are working. You have life. As cliche as it sounds, you have life. That means you have hope. So change your focus. So to summarize what we said today, while you're waiting, while it feels like you're getting more no's than yes, while it feels like God is distant from you. Be vulnerable with him. Don't stop asking. Don't assume that your offerings, your seeds, your tithe is you buying God. Rest. Keep trusting. Trust his timing. 
and count your blessings. So yes, guys, I really hope that this has inspired you as much as it's inspired me. I hope that while you're in this season, you look at what God is doing. I hope that it builds your faith, it builds your trust in him. The one thing God cannot do is disappoint you. So I I hope that you remember that. I hope that you remember that our help is in the name of the Lord. There's really no one else. There's really nothing else. And most importantly, because even the Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart faint, makes the heart weary. So I hope that your hope is not deferred. I pray that you receive answers to your requests. And I hope that while the answers are coming, your faith is strengthened and you remember that Jesus is indeed Lord. Thank you so much for joining in. Enjoy the rest of your week. See you again next week. As always, don't forget to share. Don't forget to comment. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye, guys.